Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. ...2011 to all the walk-in bookstores. Right now, more than 70 Borders bookstores, including Borders Westwood, which is my bookstore, and the largest in the United States, are closing. Yes, Borders made changes, but they did not work. Why? They did not know how to manage their brand. Instead of figuring out how to differentiate their brand from others to set the standard, they looked at what others were doing and began to copy them. Suddenly, a bookseller became a bootseller and took on the brand of a department store. I want you to remember the Borders story every time you are about to copy others. You need a core identity which ignites your passion. It is that core identity which enables you to create your brand. Many years ago, we identified a career or profession that we wanted to pursue. That became our life's work. Today, we need to review our core identity annually to be sure that it's still the right fit for us. Get ready to do your core identity checkup to tune up your career for 2011. Take a pad of paper and a pen. Let's go. Write core identity system at the top of the page. There are three components, focus, function, and foundation. Next to focused, write profession. Ask yourself, is my current profession the right fit for me now? Perhaps it has been for many years, but no longer. Later, we'll talk about how you can do something different with your profession, but not lose it. Think about that, and I'll get back to it shortly. Or, should I practice two or more professions at the same time? Sometimes we're rigid, and rigidity is the enemy of creativity. We need to be flexible. We need to be ready to make changes, but not any changes, thoughtful, strategic changes that will work for us. Think about, should you be practicing two or more professions at the same time? Or do I need to find a new profession? Again, is my current profession the right fit for me now? Should I practice two or more professions at the same time? Or do I need to find a new profession? I do not expect you to answer these questions right now. I want you to reflect on them after the show. 
This is not something that you can decide within 10 seconds. This is something that really requires careful thought, perhaps talking to your family, and examining what really ignites your passion. It's extremely difficult to be successful in one's career if passion is not the foundation to enable you to succeed. The purpose of posing these questions is to show you how to take charge of your professional life. Using this system that I created, you will be able to reach sound conclusions about your career or careers. That's our goal, to reach sound conclusions. The next component of your system is function, which is the setting, situation, and style in which you practice your profession. Ask yourself, am I an active or passive employee? As an active employee, am I communicating my accomplishments to my employer? As a passive employee, do I want to spend the rest of my life behaving like this? Let's go back. I hope you know whether you are an active or passive employee. An active employee is someone who is not a clock watcher. It is a person who really wants to be successful, who really looks at outcomes, whose results oriented on a daily basis, who looks forward to going to work. The passive employee is the clock watcher, who's unhappy at work, who can't wait to leave, who hates going to work in the morning and might even feel nauseous and sick every morning prior to leaving. If you're a passive employee, you must make changes. I do a seminar entitled Wrong Fit, Fix It or Flee, and those that attend are ill. They're physically ill because they do not fix the fit. They stay in situations that are unhealthy for them. I don't want that for you. So think about it. Are you an active employee or a passive employee? Active employees frequently complain that their accomplishments are not recognized. If you want your accomplishments recognized, you must tell the employer what you accomplished. Do not assume or expect that your supervisor will, in fact, figure that out. People don't figure these out, things out. You must write a quarterly report, in essence, sharing those accomplishments. But first, stating the baseline, where you started and what you achieved. Let's go further. Entrepreneurs, ask yourself, are you a real or fictitious entrepreneur? The hallmark of the real entrepreneur is the commitment on that person's part 
to grow the business. The fictitious entrepreneur is similar to a passive employee, no real commitment. Everyone cannot become real entrepreneurs, even if they want to. You need technical and the right technical and the right interpersonal skills coupled with passion and the ability to take risks and, of course, the commitment to grow your business. During this economic time, many people have taken the opportunity to become entrepreneurs and are very successful. If you've been yearning to become an entrepreneur, I would recommend that you ask yourself, am I really ready to do this? Am I a risk taker? Money doesn't come in immediately. Do I have money stashed away so that I can pay my basic bills? Think about it. It's not for everyone, but I love it. Changing roles. Those contemplating changing their profession should ask themselves, should I change my role or profession? For example, a physician may no longer want to see patients but could assume an administrative position. Be sure not to discard your profession if you can assume another role that would make you happy. Remember we started off with keeping the profession? You want to keep the profession if it ignites passion, and you can change where you, in essence, practice that profession or change what I call the role of the profession, putting it into another setting or situation, but still use your background and not lose the basic profession. Attorneys can do this. Physicians can do this. All different kinds of people can do this. Think about it. Is this something that's the right fit for you? Changing industries. Ask yourself, is my profession the right fit and the industry the wrong fit or vice versa? It's not easy to change industries at this time. As the economy improves, you should have more options. I know that many love the concept of going into health care. Health care continues to thrive, but health care wants to hire people who have health care experience. They're not looking primarily to transition the skill set. However, the time will return when that will be possible. Watch and listen. Foundation is the last component of the core identity system. Passion is your foundation and your career fuel. Make sure it's high octane. Otherwise, it will lack power. I have observed two types of passion, fleeting and sustained. Fleeting or short-lived passion is not characteristic of the real entrepreneur or active employee. Their passion continues. It's ongoing. The short-lived passion 
is similar to that of a hummingbird who flits from flower to flower. Are you the hummingbird that flits from job to job? To be successful in your career, you must be able to sustain passion. Do you have the passion and can you sustain it? Or perhaps you're not sure about what actually ignites your passion. I'll talk more about that later. To learn more about how to determine your core identity and create a balanced core identity, read Chapter 4 of my book, Win Without Competing. Email me, drbarro at winwithoutcompeting.com. That's Dr. Barrow, with no W on Barrow, at winwithoutcompeting.com. And let me know if you are an equilateral, isosceles, or scalene triangle. Then I will know that you took the time to read the chapter and to create a balanced core identity, which is essential to your career success. I coach from coast to coast. I mentor my clients on mastering my right fit method, which is the subject of my book, Win Without Competing. Many of my coaching clients love to share the type of triangle that represents their core identity. It's a great beginning to our first coaching session. On to your 10 career commandments for 2011. Commandment one, I will create a balanced core identity. Commandment two, I will make no assumptions. It's very easy to assume. For example, you make a phone call. Person doesn't call back. Some people assume they don't want to call that person back. We don't even know if the person even received the phone call. Or we go out on an interview for a new job. We're not called back. Again, we may be assuming something that's incorrect. Be very careful not to make any kinds of assumptions. Test and verify. I had a coaching client that did not hear from an employer for a couple of months. When I started working with him, I asked, did you call the employer to find out the status of the search? Perhaps it was canceled. He hadn't done a thing. Well, if you don't call to determine the status of the search, you're not exactly showing your interest in it. He called. He found out they were still checking his references and that an offer would be forthcoming shortly. If I had not prompted him to call, he would not have. 
Commandment three, I will compete with myself, not against others. Remember my borders story. Commandment four, I will make cold calls and not hide behind the veil of email. It's very easy to send emails out. We all do it. We can do it whenever we want. We can do it whether we're dressed, whether we're in our pajamas. We can just do it. It just doesn't matter. In the morning, late at night, in the middle of the night, we can do it whenever we want. To make a cold call, either as a job seeker or as an entrepreneur searching for more business, you have to be organized. You have to figure out exactly what you're going to say, how to handle the call. It's very important. Employers do not hire resumes. Employers hire people. Entrepreneurs selling a service, you have to talk to clients about the service. Emailing the information is not sufficient. Think about it. I will make cold calls and not hide behind email. Commandment five, I will not blast my resume from Burbank to Bombay. Your goal is to identify potential right fits, whether it's employers or clients if you're an entrepreneur. Blasting your resume from Burbank to Bombay is an easy thing to do. People hire firms all the time to do that for them. I coach many, many of those people because they're telling me it's not working. Commandment six, I will not distract myself by blaming others or the economic downturn. It's very easy not to take responsibility and to distract ourselves by, oh, there are not enough positions out there. I can't find the position that I want in the geographic area that I want. If you start distracting yourself, you will not focus at the task on the task at hand. You must focus on the task at hand to be successful. Commandment seven, I will think divergently to create new solutions. It's very easy to go down the same road over and over again. That's the blasting of the resume road. It's much more difficult to think about how to do things differently. But that's what you must do. Whether it's a good economy or not so good an economy, you still must figure out new solutions to be successful. I love thinking divergently. It's exciting. It's energizing. Some people are hesitant to think divergently. They don't like changing their behavior. 
Perhaps you need to practice changing your behavior. Start changing that breakfast every day. Don't eat the same thing every day. Start opening yourself up. Instead of driving home the same way from wherever you are, whether it's from work or shopping, wherever it is, take a new route. Think about it. It's important. Commandment eight, I will not take rejection personally. I'm going to repeat it again. I will not take rejection personally. It's very easy to start feeling sorry for yourself. You don't want to do that. Again, it's a distractor. You need to focus in on what you want to achieve, figure out the game plan, the strategies, and proceed. If you can do that, you will be successful. Commandment nine, I will not engage in negative self-talk. We have to tell ourselves positive things. Every morning when you get up, you have to tell yourself the good things that you're going to be achieving that day, not why you shouldn't be achieving those good things, or it's a waste of time, or so-and-so doesn't want to hear from you, or I don't want to make a cold call. You must not engage in negative self-talk. It could be debilitating. Commandment 10, I will assume responsibility for my success. Crucial, you must assume responsibility for your success. If you don't, who will? After you execute commandment one, start thinking about how you need to change your mindset and behavior to implement the next nine commandments. On my next radio show, I will touch upon the ten career commandments again, discuss branding, and how to create blueprints of right fits. I want you to achieve career success in 2011. In the meantime, I recommend that you read my book, Win Without Competing, which is available online at Amazon, Borders, and Barnes & Noble. Listen to my archived radio podcasts at drbarrow.com. That's D-R- B-A-R-R-O dot com or on iTunes. If you are struggling with finding your passion and core identity, my guest interviews will help you sort things out. Be sure to visit my talk show host page on winwithoutcompeting.com to see my 2010 top radio show picks. While you're on the WIN site, check out my career coaching page. You may need coaching to jumpstart your career in 2011. Call my office at 310-441-5305 or email dr 
B-A-R-R-O, that's Dr. Barrow, at Barrow Global, B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com to arrange a time to speak with me. Email your resume, if you wish, to resumes at barrowglobal.com. Please do not email your resume to my personal email. Again, that email address is resumes at barrowglobal, B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L dot com. Remember this trigger tip. Make no assumptions and open those career doors. It's all up to you. Thank you for listening to the Win Without Competing show. Goodbye for now. Dr. Arlene. Dr. Arlene.